Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. This is NNN Radio. I'm your host. And I haven't done an astrology forecast episode in a long time, so here we are. Hold on. First and foremost, let's go on and get out the chart. So... What did we recently just leave? The last quarter moon. That was in Leo. Going into Virgo. We just left this um, Saturn retrograde. What else did we leave? Oh, no. We're coming up on the Libra moon. Meaning, yes, we're still in Virgo. Mercury is going into Sagittarius. How little little click there because Sagittarius is like the teacher. So here I am, right? Um, Venus is going into Libra, my natal placement right there, and I've been going i've been i've been having a great time let's just say that all right and then we're gonna look into the future we got that full moon coming up no new moon coming up monday right coincidence monday new moon and then before that the moon would get into that little Mm-mm, that rough spot but it's also a, a, a placement of power of great wealth in the old sayings and the old belief is all that wealth and possessions as bad and the riches is you know knowledge and <clears throat> being alone meditating you know the, the wanderer type of um, attitude so now that we're in a opposite of that we're in the reverse of that effect. We notice people have been gaining so much riches. You know, back in the day only a small number of people have riches, but now riches is is a essential in our society. You know, back then it wasn't quintessentials was like survival and when you was burdened with needing to hold all that all that stuff when when it came down to bad times person that had what they always needed in their hands you know not burdening themselves or even empty-handed could receive things there's also, you know, a, a deep belief in uh, just uh, that at the end, you're empty. And, and you're given power because you're dried up. As the opposite Rohini, Taurus, full, exalted, right? Just uh, <clears throat> Hot, dried out. 
And that new moon is going into Sagittarius. Cool, because Sagittarius moon is full of enthusiasm for new beginnings. And then you're going to go through some trials. It gets a little rough along the way. Capricorn moon. Coming up. All right. Now let's uh, go in and look at the chart, man. Because that was just latest news. All right. Let's go in and cap off, like, what happened in the past. And we'll start with my birthday on October 23rd. So what happened on my birthday on October 23rd was the Mars was in Scorpio. Very hot NATO placement right there. And you had that Mercury in Scorpio, so you and they conjunct each other, so it was hot for sexual juices running, right? And Mars also was conjuncting the sun, so this was very, very hot time. Hot, and yeah, my birthday, right? Hot guy. But yeah, Javinus, that was in a little bit of a hard time in Virgo. Along with um, the moon was in Virgo, which is mysterious, you know. And when it comes down to like love, the partner and the male's perspective, you know, bit, you know, behind the scenes, some underlining things and, and it's very hot so yeah Uranus and Jupiter those were retrograde in Taurus and Jupiter in Taurus is the progression and the growth of wealth of money and I've been gaining bank accounts gaining value in my holdings especially crypto Right now, where where could that crypto could be? Could be that Uranus and retrograde in Taurus, because Uranus is something new, and Taurus is the business, the money handle, and all that. So that's that's unique how the cryptocurrency started going boom, boom, boom. If you look at your Bitcoin. And you had Neptune retrograde. That was in Pisces. So it was a bit of a shakeup with your relationships. Things was getting hot in your relationships. That's what it's telling me. A whole lot of... Because already Neptune, that's just what it brings, right? And... It was at home in Pisces, so those things that naturally dramatize and like show itself, it it's, it was pan, it was blooming, it was panning out, because this is retrograde now. So things things were being shown, things was changing. There was shakeups right here. That's what it's also showing me. Jupiter retrograde. Hard when it comes down to like in the viewship of father, people's fathers or 
how you naturally are with your father. There, there was a shakeup with with masculinity and father and older father relations. You know, yeah, that's uh, that's honest, especially with the Saturn. <coughs> the Saturn, it's like grandfather, and it's in Pisces, so. That's actually not that bad because Saturn is restriction and Pisces is restricting these these hard relations. So things that are panning out is is pretty much contained with Saturn going retrograde in Pisces. That is opposite right here of Venus in the moon relations, right? With that Neptune right there with Venus. And Venus is the low octave of Mercury. I mean, of Neptune. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Of Neptune. So, yeah, your relations was... It was going through something. There was a lot of heat and intensity and buildup. So, you got the Black Moon Lilith. That being in Aquarius... Shifting and changing things. Yep, and people have been going through some change. All right, so let's go into <clears throat> the future. That was like two weeks ago that I just went over. If y'all notice that with your relationships. What else can we look forward to? And also what I notice is because... I have a Mars retrograde that conjuncts my midheaven. Whenever retrogrades happen, I go through progression. Things start to click. Things start to, you know, move forward. But since I notice one by one, these planets coming out of retrograde, the normality of life, because here we are, November the fourth Saturn comes out of retrograde I, I, I noticed that so it's like mm, you gained during this retrograde now here you are back here now what are you going to do with these new things that you have gained November the fourth was that marking <coughs> so what new do we have is Black Moon Lilith and Leo No, 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 no. I'm getting things fixed up. That's actually the moon. Black moon Lilith. Let's look. I always get black moon Lilith and the moon mixed up in, on this app. Because they show the same symbol when they could just give Lilith her symbol. Yeah, black moon Lilith was in Virgo. Right, so. Besides me trying to interpret that black moon loaf in Aquarius. Now I'm thinking within a Virgo that it, it, it's dark. It's very dark because Virgo could be dark as heck. And then you got the Venus there. Oh man. Um, so yeah. 
maybe, you know, in your interpretation, you, during those retrogrades, you really was presently, like, shaken. Because I heard a lot of people during the retrogrades, during these retrogrades, they're, they're getting effed up. I mean, we look at the wars and what's all that happening. Like, it's it's turning up right now. So, let's keep an eye on that. Lilith and Virgo to see when we're going to get a break from that intensity right there. Because that's also intense. And then Mars and the sun. And that's probably also the marker of, of this starting war is with... Mars conjuncting the sun during this time and the Scorpio season, so no, no, that ain't no coincidence because Mercury is still in Scorpio. All this like dark thoughts and the way you come go like the things that you focus on and go down your conclusions is is relatively dark. That's what Mercury and Scorpio is like these people somehow, some way they involve themselves in dark things. They they you know, when you go down the whole line of list of people that have Mercury and Scorpio, you're like y'all y'all done some some dark things and y'all somewhat involved in some dark things. Yeah, you could say intelligence, yeah, you could say like success because they have that mind. That when they finally focus, they achieve that success. So a lot of successful people have that Mercury and Scorpio, you know, um, Eminem and all the success that he has. And it's like su no surprise that he's a rapper because that's also the thing about Mercury and Scorpio is the things that are being said is harsh. It is cold because that's what Scorpio, even though it's, it could be, a, you know, associated with Mars and that's fire. And you can see, you know, the fire with them and, you know, the expressions of, of, of gesture in women, especially with that K2 in that whole region where K2 is placed, could give you a very dried out, hot, um, Deep set eyes, eyes that could hang low, eyes that got bags. You could just see it in their eyes, and that could be like so cold. It's like um, these people could be hard to approach. Scorpio, just type of energy. So what else do we have? Yeah, so. Sagittarius left retrograde, one degrees in Pisces. Then you got that Leo moon. Things were being presented. That was a night to go out. And then Saturn goes at home in Aquarius. And that's November the 6th. We have the moon 29 degrees directly starting to conjunct heavy with that black moon, Lilith, and Virgo. 
very there's some hot stuff it's it's very sexual very very sexual also because when you also have like war death and conflict you also have the driving up of sexual energy because um mars yes masculine war but when mars gets down to like women it tends to make the women violent in a female way and you're thinking oh man she's like an mma fight no we're talking about Marilyn Monroe, that type of intensity. And sexual drive. And and Venus in Virgo is sexual. But when you when you finally get to that place and you when you finally unlock it. Because what what is Virgo? The Virgin. So when you finally get there, you climb the tower, you meet the Virgin. Right? And today, on the 7th of November, anything that stands out? <clears throat> 21 degrees, Uranus. Mm. 29 degrees, Venus and Virgo going into Libra. Oh, yeah, vamp up. Because all those ideas of love and what you want to do, that's how Venus and Libra loves. Exchanging of things, possessions, value, beauty. Sharing beauty together. So that's that's also what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's go into the future. Let's see what, what that um. Oh snap! You're gonna have the moon in Scorpio. With the sun in Scorpio. With Mars in Scorpio. That's gonna be crazy right there on the twelfth. That sun and moon conjunction. It's like the most powerful energies now coming close together. That's going to be like an explosion right there. And remember, um, Mercury, well, remember, Sagittarius could be sporty, competitive. Yeah. There's a lot of people with Sagittarius energy that are into combat. And Mercury here, yeah, Mercury could be in the competition combat, um, you know, um, and and uh, just just on that arena, right there, that I could think about it. So there's there's some new philosophies coming into play, new new teachings, new learnings. Oh yeah, 14th, that Mars 23, that Sun is 22. They get closer and closer. Twenty On the 15th, they both on the same degree as a climax. 
<clears throat> of the intensity. Let's see when that Pluto going to hit 29 degrees, because this had 28 degrees in Capricorn. And in Capricorn, it's brutal, and, Pi and Pluto is like the destroyer. So a lot of, a lot of death. It's, it's just going to climax. With the moon going into Capricorn. Oh, yeah. Because on the 17th, the sun and Mars will still be on the same degree. Oh, my goodness. And that Venus and Libra, it's that facade. It's that cold because Venus is like the, the woman. It is. Venus is the woman, all right? So the woman is subjective. And she could reject a lot of suitors. Only one can unlock it. So in that coldness of rejection, you know, of, of men, but only that one type of man that could truly unlock is going on. So she doesn't care or anything about all those hearts that she broke, all those men that she rejects. And in this way, when you're thinking about society, people are cold. They're, they're, they're ignoring all the bloodshed, because Libra is facade. Look who you're talking to. You're talking to a Libra, so there's a lot of facade going on. You know, there's ignoring, you know, because Libra ignores itself. So if you're thinking about other people, so boom. Oh, yeah, so... Death, blood, and carnage. This is the new way of life because Saturn is zero degrees and Aquarius at home. This is just what it is. At home. It finally left retrograde. Oh, when did um the moon? All right, so yeah, on the seventeenth is gonna be very intense, and you're gonna have to wait when them two meet. Their moon and Pluto, powerful because what is Pluto? Scorpio was the moon, you know the moon. So yeah, that's gonna be intense. Doom, doom, doom. When you think about like worldly things. And all the wars that's going on. And Putin, he's a Libra guy, so we, let's take, let's also keep an eye on that Venus because that could be a telltale sign of what he's going through because that Venus does control me. I have a big influence on me. I notice when Venus goes retrograde, I go into a relationship. It could be short-lived, but that's just how it goes. And Venus is about relationships, and I'm a retrograde heavy guy. 
Yo, the sun and Mars are like hanging out together. Okay. So on the 29th, when is Thanksgiving? Let's go on a look real quick. <laughs> that Thanksgiving is going to be intense for you. So it's on the 23rd, right? Thanksgiving. There goes the break. Mars 29 degrees, the sun will be one degree in Sagittarius. That, I'm looking at that, um, that south node as conjuncting Venus. That's like also like dissolving and like also could be like repairing past relationships or things that of in the past relation they're they're coming to a close to, to like a conclusion an end that's also what's happening is there some revelations and some old i guess cliffhangers that's happening with relationships and information that you may know yeah. So let's look forward to something popping up on the news. Because right before Thanksgiving, Mars and the sun, they were both in the same sign in Scorpio. When the sun goes and crosses over from Scorpio into Sagittarius at fire, we're going to see that shift, that change. Some some type of news or something is is, is gonna um, break coming up for that Thanksgiving. <coughs> and then South Node just passed over Venus. I'll be on the twenty eighth. Definitely ending some some relationships of the past. Because that's what the South Node is, the past. That's also what that war in Palestine is like. Also could be saying is like past relationship they have. A current relationship that also had like bad blood in the past, and that that stuff is like coming back for them. That could also be the interpretation. Cause I did run into like a past relationship like way back like around my birthday. Oh boy, yeah, I have to indulge. Let me keep an eye on that stuff. No Venus. Half node was still right there with the sun. And then the sun drifting closer. 
towards Venus. That's interesting. And then at the end of that, we're going to go into December. Mm, let's see what I see. Oof. We got the moon, one degrees in Libra. Mercury, two degrees still in Scorpio. But Mars and Sagittarius. Ooh, Mars and Sagittarius, competitive, aggressive, defiant. The new teacher on the block also, because, yeah, some people could be the teacher and the student, but if this person is the student, they don't do well with authority. This is also sexual. Yeah, that Venus and Scorpio, that's sexy, you know. That's, you know, very on the low, dark end of, like, sexy. I mean, it's, it's better than Virgo because Virgo's at a distance. Scorpio is hard to approach. That's the difference. So, I very much more openly sexy. Because maybe Virgo, yeah, I do know a Virgo and Venus person. And he almost got down as sexy at the wrong place and at the wrong time, you know. So that, you know, that's also like could be the downfall of they when to let it out, when to accept, you know, when to not accept. Mercury, 24 degrees. I like that. So that's that's lucky as heck. Mercury, 24 degrees at home in Pisces. December the 6th. Mark that on your calendars. That could be a lucky day for you. Also, money is being made with that Mercury... And Capricorn, serious about that money. That business of capital. Boom. Because what is Capricorn? Capricorn is 10th house energy. What is being presented? What house are you building? What is it being made of? And Capricorn is about status also. And when you bring that practicality of you can accumulate, accumulate, accumulate some wealth. Because Mercury is materialistic. So look forward to making some money. That stock market is still going to be doing good. Cryptocurrency is still going to be doing good. Look forward to get lucky on the 7th of December. 
and then Mercury goes retrograde. When does that happen? On the 13th, duh. Right? Mercury retrograde on the 13th. So, there goes some some bad news that could shake up some folks. As Mercury gets closer and closer to Pluto, the destroyer. And you have the moon. So, you, you know, Mercury is like that mutable, right? Uncontrollable. I could tap into that ether realm. And when you got that moon there, you know, like the queen of that type of stuff. We also could see some psychics. There's high paranormal. There we go on the 13th. So isn't that cool, right? Because Wednesday is Mercury Day. Isn't that also a coincidence? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on a Wednesday, like the girl Wednesday, right? And spooky, you know, we're going to have a little scare happen. Because Mercury, Mercury, Mercury could get scared. Yep. It could get scary around here. You still got that black moon Lilith in Virgo. That's dark. Like, Virgo's dark, and black moon Lilith is dark. <laughs> Darkness. You still got the. Neptune, give it extra power to this paranormal. Some spooky things gonna happen on the 13th of December. It's gonna climax. The dread. Got three planets retrograde again, right? <laughs> and then zero degrees Mercury. But the sun, zero degrees. Right there at Capricorn on the 22nd. With Pluto peaking power. Capricorn season. Boom. Isn't that powerful right there? But Neptune's still 24 degrees in Pisces. So there's just some dope things to look forward to. I know some bad things because y'all don't like the retrogrades, but... I'm seeing a whole lot of power being shifted, going back and forth. It's amazing. What's going to happen next? <clears throat> Christmas on the 25th. So let's look at who's opposite of who. That black moon Lilith, oof. Opposite of Sagittarius. Not Sagittarius, whoops. Of Saturn. Two opposing dark powers. That could also be trading. That's also balancing itself. You know, you got two dark things. Almost like opposing each other on both ends of the table. It's like between a rock and a hard place. It's 
isn't that unique? And then the moon, just like my natal placement, because it, it isn't easy when you have the moon and Mars opposite of each other. And yeah, people are going through hard times. You know, what am I actually going through? Some pretty dope things. So I'm like looking forward to a full schedule of things and exploring and traveling and partying and having fun meeting new people. <laughs> But I know people that are used to normal astrology and normal things without topsy-turvy placements and retrogrades. They're, they're going through a horrible time right now. They're like in their bed crying, bawling. Why do I feel these intense feelings? And why does it feel like nobody's here to help me? Yeah, those feelings. Venus opposing Uranus could be troublesome. Yeah, that is troublesome. And Uranus is retrograde. So you see the relationship's gonna be a little you gotta you gotta balance some things your relationships is going to be like holy crap I got to be my authentic self but also I have to like make you pump pump your brakes like stop but Uranus is go 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 it's like wheelbarrowing its way through the solar system rolling and going and going and going it's a higher octave of Mercury that just goes and goes it's Good luck hanging on to the past as he fleets for you know at an increasing rate. And uh, let's see what the new year is going to bring. So here we are, December the thirty first. Jupiter. Jupiter leaves retrograde on New Year's Eve. Convenient. Boom. So, are you back to growing? What did you accumulate? And that moon and that Lilith is conjuncting very close to each other in Virgo. Back to the darkness. That dark, harsh stuff. Saturn goes back into Pisces. So... That, that containing, that limiting of... Things that are building up in the atmosphere. Because what is what is Pisces, that Neptune type of energy? It's all around you. The ether and Saturn is containing that. 
because there's more than just your experience and what's around you. There's other things and other floating pieces, you know. You like to think America is just the world, but there's more to the world than just America and its point of view. Mercury would still be retrograde, obviously. Um, Venus will be going into Sagittarius. So this is this is a hot Venus right here. Like you thought Venus and Libra, you know, this dating and flirting and ooh, things is picking up, you know, in your relationships. And then it hits Scorpio and passion, emotion gets and then in Sagittarius it gets hotter and naturally gets hotter, even hotter, more intense, this love, this expression. Because you can imagine how Scorpio is. How holding could be shrewd. Not as shrewd as Virgo. See, I mean, Virgo's like being shrewd and you're at a distance. Scorpio, you're hard to approach, but you're a little shrewd. Now with the Sagittarius, this is open. This is free. Freedom. Love. Unlocked. Let's go. Out and about. Freestyling. Back to the money with the Jupiter and Taurus. So let's see what else pops up that's kind of unique. That Mars and Capricorn. Ooh, exalted. Mars has just been having a knockout season, man. <laughs> And talk about getting overpowered. I mean, it's probably like the tattletale sign of these, these wars. Because that's what Mars is. It's war. So, yeah, of course the war is going to go on till you know, January. Hmm. Let's see, 29 degrees Pluto with the sun starting to approach that. And it's all in Capricorn. So the sun and Pluto on the 29th of January will be on the same degree. Maximus power. The powers that be, the, the, the structure that is holding our society in place, Capricorn, it is strong. And with Mars here, it could be violent. Because what does Mars choose? Mars choose violence. Isn't that deep? The moon exalted in Taurus with what? Jupiter, that natural Sagittarius energy. Let's draw it up. So we're, we got a climax of energy enthusiasm also on the, on the 19th of January. Look forward to, you know, some, I guess, exciting things happen on a Friday. 
Venus, where are you? In Sagittarius, very adventurous day. The 20th, no, the 19th will be. Yeah, that'll be like a day like everybody's going crazy. That night, that Friday night. <laughs> look forward to it. Alright, so let's look forward to what happens in the future. Mm. I'm just going into the future. Oh yeah, Sausage Fest on the 7th of February with Capricorn, Mars, Venus, and the Moon. And then for Aquarius, we have Sun, Mercury, and still Pluto. And then looking at Pisces, we got Capricorn, Saturn, I should say. It's Saturn and Neptune. Oh, and that Uranus and Jupiter. That market is is um shifting. And then on February the sixth, yeah, we're gonna see another boom in the market. And with that Aquarius sun. Yeah, that cryptocurrency going too good. Venus and Pluto, zero degrees in Aquarius. Talk about a shift in powers and relations. Awesome. Let's see what happens with world politics on the 16th of February. The moon and Virgo are going to be conjuncting again February the 25th. Some dark stuff because the sun is going to be in Pisces. Dark and misty. Mysterious. But also business. Business because Pisces is professional. With that Saturn there. And then you got the Neptune there. So business is going to be booming February the 25th. But the moon and Lilith are going to be opposing all of that. So there, there could be a clash of power right here. There's a shift in the power. That's 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 a clash right there. And the moon is powerful. Lilith, that's like a draining power right there. It can make or break you, Lilith. Lilith 
when it's unleashed could be some some powerful things that could destroy the order that's also what's going on destroying the old order and there's a new shift we're on the cusp of, of so many new changes happening with our world Oh, no more planets retrograde also. When was the last retrograde? Have to go back just a little bit. <laughs> it must have been New Year's. Yep, it was New Year's. Mercury in Uranus. Well, Mercury, obviously. Um, Uranus left retrograde on the 20th. And that's also what happened is the sun was zero degrees in Aquarius. That new change with Capricorn. Pluto taking an extra degree, even more power in this, in this new shift that the sun is leading Pluto into. Leading the way. Oh, yeah. 20th of January. Yeah, we are to some new changes in our world, I'll tell you that. So let's see what March is going to look like. Oh, snap. That sun is going to get closer and closer to Neptune. That's going to be... A detriment. There's going to be some things, some shady stuff going to happen. That's going to be March the 17th. Oh, man. With Mercury at a detriment in Neptune. So that's going to be shaky. Mm, that's shaky right there. You got Pluto and Aquarius. But Mars and Aquarius, not bad. You know, that's that's a you know that's playfully aggressive right there, because Aquarius could be playful, and Mars could be aggressive. So that's sporty, also just like Mars and Sagittarius is sporty. Mars and Aquarius is sporty and competitive. We we talk about that. So, you know, some some big days in sports when you have that Mars and Sagittarius and that Mars and Aquarius type of energy. And also war, because that's also competitive. With the moon being in Cancer, very powerful at home, I remember. So there's going to be some things hashing from the past. On the 17th of March. Mm. And intelligence with Mercury being in Aries. Okay. 
So you better go on and your, use your knowledge because there, there's going to be something you find out that's going to be like an eye-opener for you. It's going to be like a light bulb moment happening for y'all on the 17th. It's going to be some eureka moment. And then back with the moon. And love conjunct on the 23rd of March. Aries season, right? With this whole plethora, all inside Pisces, Uranus, Venus, Saturn, and still Mars in Pisces. A lot of things is unseen on those doors. Ain't that deep. The moon hits Sagittarius on the 31st of March. So go on and start that new passion with that sun. In Aries, them ideas you having with Mercury in Aries, you know, you got the Venus as being exalted in Pisces, so you got a lot of a lot of loving going on during this time also. Mm-hmm. A lot of money to be made. That Mercury going to hit retrograde, what, the third? Even before then, after April 1st, right after April Fool's, the Mercury is going to go retrograde. So it's going to be rehearsing itself in Aries. And that's going to be a confusing time for y'all. So y'all going to regress on some things. Oh, man. On the 26th of April, we're going to be looking at a jumbled up day. So Black Moon Lilith is going to be in Sagittarius. No, Moon is going to be in Sagittarius. So, an eventful day on the 26th with the moon in Sagittarius. Sag the moon in Sagittarius is eventful. They rarely have a dull moment. And you got the north node also crossing. All this stuff is going to be conjuncting each other. The north node with Venus all in Aries. With the sun in Aries. So there's this um after when that Mercury leaves retrograde, y'all gonna get that new revelation, new status, new way of walking and talking and expressing yourself. And then we're going 
Zero degrees Mercury into Taurus with that sun in Taurus with that Uranus in Taurus. <laughs> with the Jupiter in Taurus, so make that money. Oh, yeah. Venus is going to be a Taurus. Oh, yeah. You're home, baby. How was it? Where you been at? You know, it's going to be one of those type of days, 29th. So let's get together with some friends on the 29th of April. Pluto going retrograde on the 2nd of May in Aquarius. So we're going to have to get some more shaken up in these radical ways and days that we're going through on the 2nd of May. Whoa. Got a lot of conjuncting. Like, all these planets are just like... Back to back to back to back during this time. So a lot of things are at play. And they're relatively close, but they could seem so far away for you, for you during this time. Just look a little past the horizon and you will see. So let's go on and try to count up some retrogrades. Wow, I'm all the way in June. All right, June the 12th, let's stop here. It's gonna be that Gemini season with the Venus and Gemini, very flirty, sexual, flowing like air with the Mercury and Gemini, so some intelligence that um what you call it you know the simple sexual you know those type of people that are that likes intelligent folks with that mars and tauros is um slowly building the volcano in romance sexual energy Yep. With the moon and Virgo. Eloquence. Eloquent. Elegance. Fourteen. The fourteenth of June. With that Lilith and Moon. Conjuncting again. And it's going to be the opposite of Neptune and Saturn. There's this clashing of great powers. Like, you know, the verse in the Bible when they say the principalities, like that higher epsilon, that's what's happening with those outer planets and also with that Lilith and the moon. Right there. There's battles being fought on a higher level all around us. The 14th is going to be a clash of that type of thing.